Today's episode is sponsored by Osea Malibu, the original plant-based results-driven skincare line. birthday with Bono and Sid Vicious. Speaking of you two, I'm sitting here with you two. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, Light. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Mentality. This time we had a little prologue in our episode. <laughs> that got, just, we had to start We started that. off just like that, that just right off the block. That was awesome. Oh, my gosh. So welcome <laughs> to Mentality. My name is Light. My name is Camera. <laughs> and today we're here with Molly. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. And today we're talking about endometriosis. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about that stuff that is endometriosis that <laughs> is of the woman's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how we're starting Should that I off. I click yeah. my fingers? Oh, right. man, this is... <laughs> no, but I feel like no one really talks about endometriosis. You get confused about whether is endometriosis just kind of bad period cramps. Is that period really? I mean... I do want to preface it that that's exactly what I thought it was. Being an ind- ignorant man was... At first, it's more I thought it was than just that. Really, I mean, really I don't have endometriosis, cramps. but with friends who have had it or who have it and live with it, I know the severity and what it kind of is, but I want to learn more from someone who, who has it, who knows the full definition, like off the bat and kind of knows their, their life. May I, it. before we jump in, yeah. uh, plug our sponsors. Oh, yes, our tea. <laughs> we have tea. I just wanted to say that, yeah, today we're sitting down with Forest Tea. This is one of our favorites. It was a stressful morning today, so we wanted to start <laughs> off with one of our favorites. Yeah. So this is Forest by Tea Spectral. Cheers. 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 Careful, it's very hot. You can go to tspectral.com slash mental and you can get 10% off your purchase. Uh, this uh, one is one of our favorites and I'm very excited because uh, we're talking about endometriosis. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> we're all about these weird segues today. Hot tea is good for period cramps. I'm going there. There you go. <laughs> it's really delicious, actually. Um, well, first I want to say for uh, men who are listening, it's, you know, it's so lovely. Women love men who know about women's bodies mm. and know what we go mm. through and yes. uh, we really do if we you're really not a in the head over here <laughs> i don't need i don't want to have to explain it all <laughs> you already right. know that just takes the load off of me yeah and 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 you know for men to know what we go through and everything i mean if you really knew what we went through men would just rub our feet and bring us twinkies all yes, the time we because would finally be treated as the royalty and the twinkie yes. industry would be so much better for it yes <laughs> yeah that's true um, and then we could use the twinkie defense for exactly. something i don't know what well men endometriosis is basically when the inner lining of the uterus starts to grow outside of the inside of the uterus mm-hmm. and it can uh it can travel it's got luggage mm-hmm. it can go to different places in the body yeah um, and it so it doesn't just stay isolated to the uterus once it no. starts growing outwards. Mm. It okay, can, it can go. It spreads yeah. from what I've heard. It's kind of just yeah. And it, it sounds like, I mean, it sounds almost kind of like cancer at that point, like where it's just spreading outwards into yeah. the body. Um, Livable, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm not an expert. I've just had it since I was about 16, mm-hmm. oh. and I wasn't diagnosed with it. And the only way to get a true diagnosis is something called a laparoscopy where they uh it's a surgery yeah Yeah. (laughs) and you get you have little scars from it but they they go in with like a little microscope Mm. um around your belly button and go in and they look at it and i have photos yeah oh man yeah yeah i'll sign one for you (laughs) before we go into this further molly who are you tell tell our audience a little bit about yourself and then we can jump back into belly buttons and and blood and all that good stuff. oh okay (laughs) Um. belly buttons and blood my new album (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, well, my name is Molly Page, and I am—I don't know how to define myself or describe myself. Well, who, who do you feel you are? 
Uh, Live your truth. What, what is your, <laughs> who do you want to be? I'm a, a tea drinking human and with good company at the moment. Oh, oh um, that's sweet. You. That was a that was a heck of an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I've lived all over the country. Born in Greenwich Village, New York. I've lived oh. in three cities in Montana: Las Vegas, Jakarta, Indonesia. That was way out of left field. Wow. That, yeah. (laughs) I've lived in New York, Montana, and Indonesia. San Antonio, (laughs) Texas, Portland, Oregon, um, Washington, D.C. for four years. Uh, Jakarta, Indonesia came up because I worked in broadcasting Mm -hmm. for most of my adult life. And out of the blue, a guy in Jakarta, Indonesia, who was the right-hand man to Suharto when he was in power, wanted to start an American jazz station, radio station in Jakarta, and he wanted an American DJ. And I was a jazz DJ here at the time in Santa Barbara, actually. What? And I had an agent, and she said, do you want to do it? And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And um, so I went and did that. Wow. And and like I said, I've worked in broadcasting. I've uh, worked as a DJ, different formats and news and produced um, in Washington, D.C. for, you know, some of the folks who work at NBC and MSNBC, some of the White House correspondents. And, wow. Um, so, yeah, that's been... Uh, You're quite a person. <laughs> uh, no wonder you don't. Person in great company drinking tea. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you have a hard oh time gosh. describing yourself going I, all yeah, over I the place. That's just, awesome. That's What's one of your favorite places that you've been of all of the yeah. places mm. you've lived? I loved Bali. I didn't live there. I was just mm. there for a couple of weeks after the stint in Jakarta. They uh, were very appreciative. They're not appreciative in radio here in the States. I can just tell the, the jealousy rating off but the camera they, right I'm now. Not je- I'm, I'm trying to like, I'm, I'm envisioning myself with you in Bali. Oh, well, I'm next there. birthday. Drinking tea. Exactly. We'll have to go there for our, our birthdays. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? And then oh, here gosh. I am in, our, in October. Like almost a full, oh. a full year, uh, half a, a year Scorpio. away. Scorpio, but yeah. it's never October in Bali. <laughs> <laughs> Do they just skip that year? Yes. Yeah, or no, that we month. Don't acknowledge. The, yeah, we don't, don't acknowledge, they acknowledge October. October. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. So you um, loved Bali. I did love Bali. It was so peaceful. The mm. people are so nice, and mm. yeah, I I liked Portland, but it took me about a year to get used to Portland. Well, after Bali, yeah. Yeah, the yeah the weather there is a little different. Um, <laughs> Just a, a little, little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's, I, you know, and I love New York. Not so much for D.C. I lived in D.C. for four years, but I just worked the whole time. Yeah. But it's so very southern in D.C. DC. I thought yeah. it would be more east coast. Really? But it's not. It's it's very southern in the culture. Very misogynistic. Really? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, that's not surprising. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, more just surprising of just like, is it that like the whole world, basically? Yeah. It's terrible. It is, but it's more there. <laughs> more there. It, yeah. it just centralizes. They, they find a way to, yeah. But, so yeah. when did you first get diagnosed with endometriosis? I was diagnosed when I was in, I think it was my late 20s or early 30s. Oh, wow. Yeah. They didn't so catch it for a while. They didn't. And I was in so much pain for so long. What did they tell you it was before? Or did they. In it, my head? Why don't I just get over it? Not seriously? all women feel oh, this kind of pain. So I must be gosh. overly sensitive or too dramatic or, you know. Um, <laughs> we were just talking about misogyny early. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my word. Were these all yeah. men doctors? Um, I. Well, I didn't really go to a doctor for a long time, okay. although my father was a doctor. Okay. And yeah, my mother doesn't have it. Okay, so your mother and doesn't have it. I have uh, two brothers who obviously didn't have it. Um, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but they, um, they, yeah, they just didn't know. And you know, I asked you guys before we started. I'm like, how graphic do you want to get? Because oh, some of it's kind of a Tarantino there. film. We can't. Yeah. Uh, trigger warning for anyone just who about to say that. Yeah. is averse to graphic stuff about periods and endometriosis tread carefully we're we're going to be respectful but also we're not going to be afraid of talking about this issue and letting people know the severities and what goes on with it listener so. discretion advised listener discretion advised <laughs> we are getting ready to go into the endometriosis zone. <laughs> I, will, I will try to be delicate about some things, oh, but... I, I don't think I want to um, be delicate. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
you did you guys see the movie Trainwreck with Amy Schumer, who I love? I've seen so many I parts of that that I really love. There was one point where she was talking about like what's a deal breaker, mm-hmm. like if you're with a guy and mm-hmm. and you know what if it's your period and she's like not like a gentle little period, but like a full on Django, you know, <laughs> bloody tampon, like there's an ear attached to it kind of thing. Oh my gosh, that's what it's like. Not for every woman. But generally speaking, women who have endometriosis, the flow is just, there's no stopping it. They don't mm-hmm. make anything to control that kind of stuff. So there were about when does I was it last, growing up. Like, does that last the whole time? The or is it? intensity yeah. lasts about two days. Okay. The first two days. And then you have like a week leading up mm-hmm. to your menstrual cycle that quite often with endometriosis, there's also a swelling factor. Not everybody has this either, but I did. Mm-hmm. where I would just turn into, like, the Michelin Man overnight, if you guys don't remember that. <laughs> I know, I know. I know what you're talking about. We'll, we'll put a picture. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like, everything would swell the week before. And, again, I didn't know what it was. I'd never heard of endometriosis. This was, you know, a long time ago. And when I was 16, I did some modeling, and I got this thing for a, a bikini shoot. And I went in, and I auditioned for it, which means you take off your clothes. And uh, two days later, I had to be on set for it, and they went, uh, you didn't look like that two days ago. I'd gained seven pounds in two days. Wow. Of just water weight. That hap- that can happen to, to women on their period. And also, with, especially with endometriosis, I would yeah. say. So I, I think um, for me, being the male in the room and mm-hmm. for listeners also, I would uh, I think it would also be good to kind of almost describe just like the baseline of periods yeah. first. That way, when we have that and then endometriosis oh, kind of knowing the, the difference. It, yeah, yeah. That way we know the difference and such like that of what kind of like the baseline is. Okay. Um, there, the if, problem with... If I may. Yeah, the problem with baseline <laughs> with periods is that every... I mean, whether you have endometriosis or not, every woman is so different. Right. I have some friends like, oh, I have my period for three days, and it's just like, and then it's gone, and it's yeah. like daisy, <laughs> and I'm just like, Haha. and I'm like, you and during suck. those three days, like I can't even wear like white jeans. <laughs> it's so annoying. Yeah. I mean, and so then you put her in the trunk of your car. <laughs> <laughs> three days later, you take her out again and go, okay, the coast no. is clear. If that is how your period is, that is awesome. Also, I hope you really prepare if you ever want to have a kid, because I don't know if you have yeah. known the pain that's going to happen or, or prepared for that. Oh, is this <laughs> what it's like? This is easy. easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, for me, I, I guess I'll go into briefly what my period is like. Um, I've had my period since I was 12, and... Um, as I've grown older, it has kind of changed and fluctuated. It usually lasts between five to eight days, and the first two days are miserable. Yeah. The first two days are very heavy cramps. They've, they've gotten better. They were really bad during my high school days and early college days. And, and you've I've, noticed they, like, I've noticed as you've gotten older? They are starting to not be as severe, or maybe I'm just catching it and taking, like, my doll quicker. <laughs> it's like, do, you think ah! it all, do you think it's also, like, just having a higher pain tolerance like just yeah i actually have a pretty high like as a person who who has a very emotional sensitivity i Mm -hmm. i've learned recently that i have a really high pain tolerance i actually segue i i I had um injections in my toe recently Mm -hmm. just to figure out what was going on with something with my my was it collagen you want to get toes plumper oh yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. i I got toe injections guys (laughs) no like i I had stubbed my toe and and they wanted to take care of like a nail that was growing the wrong way. Yeah. TMI. But I mean, we did have listener discretion advice. Yeah, listener discretion <laughs> advice. Um, and I we, was we so. We can go all out on this episode. I was so afraid. I'm like, oh no, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like, oh, I don't want to get the shot. And then he gave me four shots in my toe, and he's like, did that one hurt? I'm like, no. This one hurt? No. Like, I think you're going to yeah. be fine. You have a really high pain tolerance. I'm like, okay. He pulls I... out a train track nail. Does this one hurt? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, the airplane, they just line up and yeah, start feeding like you. I feel like I have it. more fear of pain than the actual pain itself. Like, my anxiety mm-hmm. makes pain. And you have just so many nerve endings in your toes. Your toes oh, yeah. and your fingers. Oh, so yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. But yeah, going back, segueing back to periods, my cramps are still pretty bad. With what the kind of cramps that I get, they're kind of lower stomach, upper kind of, 
uterine cramps also your your back will tense up and cramp and like be very painful it feels like you're having a really bad stomach ache Mm -hmm. um like there's just knots in your stomach and just like you're on fire and also can't move and it's why you see like maybe you've heard like oh yeah you got to get into like a certain position to feel like it's true is that, though. Is that like, like the, the fetal position yeah kind of people uh, think? i don't know like for me it's like i either have to get into like lay on the floor or curl up into like a ball or mm-hmm. or figure out like i usually have a hot water bottle you know what a hot water bottle is you put hot water in this like kind of rubber bottle and like there's like a fur around it or some kind of blanket around it that you put on your stomachs because heat is very good and helps kind of calm your stomach and your, your uterus at that point or the whole area the whole area you know all that good stuff that's helped i used to take ibuprofen but i've also learned if you take ibuprofen without enough food your stomach your stomach your stomach doesn't like it and your stomach will make the pain worse yeah the difference between for me ibuprofen or what it does is it makes the you've got to take it quick it doesn't make the pain get less. It just doesn't make the pain get worse. So mm-hmm. wherever you're at when you take it is kind of where it goes, and then it'll eventually subside later in the day. Interesting. With okay. mitol, I've seen is that it kind of halts the pain a little bit if you're lucky, mm-hmm. which sometimes if you're lucky. Uh, but yeah, so I usually have cramps for two days, and then after that, it's just kind of a heavy flow, and then it 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 does what I call the peekaboo period, where it's like <laughs> it's gone it's back it's gone it's back (laughs) it's just like i i'll have it one day and then and then the flow will come back and then it'll disappear so you have to be you have to like anticipate the worst at that point you anticipate that it's going to happen for eight days even if you don't see it for a day or two Mm -hmm. that it could come back but also i have pms i to a week before my period i will get pre-cramps and also i will get bad mood swings where I will be really sad or really angry and not really for a particular reason. Sometimes there is a reason that just happens to be there luckily to make sense, but a reason hasn't happened and I'm just severely moody. I'm like, why am I feeling this way? Do you swell as well? A little bit. I feel like my, I feel like I gain a little bit of weight. Like I I swell my stomach, but not too much. I've learned not, not as much as kind of what you're saying. I know I, I I did have a gynecologist, um, explained to me once about PMS because yeah. I get it you know really yeah. extremely as well but just in in women who don't have endometriosis is that when our bodies swell mm-hmm. from PMS our brains are soft tissue as well so your mm-hmm. brain swells which explains some of the moods and it's in your skull so it doesn't really have anywhere oh. to swell to and then it's kind of pressing up against your skull I'm learning I things that's, too that's a, today that's yes. the equivalent of I think a stress headache at that point right um, um, sometimes I'd get headaches. Sometimes yeah. I wouldn't. Sometimes I'm just like I'm yeah. thinking thoughts I don't usually think. I don't know yeah. why I'm angry. I don't know why your brain's I'm... struggling to yes. like compensate for. It doesn't for know the why this is going on. It just you just feel like you're stuck in just this like ah why am I in this loop that really yeah. doesn't make sense. This is not me. Also and, for for like just hormones in general because oh, you know even suck. men too as well. It's <laughs> um, those feelings that you're feeling are valid they do exist it's just the hormones are amplifying them a lot too yeah, so they, like, they turn the volume loud yeah so it's yeah. like you know you may be upset and it might be something that would normal you know should upset you as well but the hormones just absolutely amplify everything you know and it's it just gets worse yeah, yeah. the <laughs> estrogen levels are high mm-hmm. like yeah. when i was living with my ex-boyfriend i used to go you know we should have a baby and that <laughs> for some reason freaked him out um, some reason but I don't know like, kids are simple You're right but then after my period ended I'd be like what are you talking about why would we want to have a baby you know mm-hmm. I mean it was just the hormones yeah going hormones on right then hormones will make you want a lot of different things that you don't know normally know if you want so. yeah so what else goes on for women who don't have endometriosis, just generally with your period. Well, I can only, sp- I'm, again, I'm only speaking for myself yeah. and for br- very smallly other people's experiences because I really don't know. Because I've also had friends who have two-week periods that are so extremely painful mm-hmm. and don't really know what to do about them. And I also know women who have periods every, uh, like every oh, yeah, other every week, week as well. And then if you're if you're on like birth control or different things, that can really change up your period, I know. Wow. Well, the... The endometriosis thing is, it's kind of everything you were talking about, but then amplified by 10. Yeah. I bet. The pain is so bad to where I couldn't get out of bed for two days. I kind of walk like a robot because the pain is so bad. You don't want to like move your your body at all. At all. Yeah. Does the, I'm just thinking, relating it back to the things Cameron said and such, do those same things 
work at all like the heating, like it heating bottle much. or the my doll or anything like that not so much the uh, motrin not at all uh mm. doesn't do anything when i was in high school when i had my period i used to bring booze to work or to work to school <laughs> I, I i did i would i speak. mean that was it, it was kid work it was kid, it was it, it was kid oh work. my god what did I bring? Everclear, I think. Jeez. What? Wow. <laughs> yeah. That well, there was a trick. There wow, was when a you trick said I, I brought alcohol, I br- you brought alcohol. alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> this Holy. is what I did, and I don't know who I learned this from, but y- if you take melon balls <laughs> yeah. and you soak them overnight in Everclear, uh-huh. Uh-huh. then you can bring a little Tupperware thing of the melon balls to They'll school. They'll never know. Oh, my word. And this was medicinal, if you're listening, kids. It was just to deal with how bad the cramps oh, were. Oh, wow. But that's um, for people who don't know what Everclear is, it's the uh, highest, I believe, the highest alcohol content that's legal in the United States. I think it's 152 oh proof. That means that it's 70, what is that, 71.5% it's potent. alcohol. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, so that's roughly double vodka. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, one other thing I wanted to mention. So I want to know your comparison to this. It's kind of a, a hormone thing that happens to me usually when I'm on my period. Towards the end, it's usually. It's like kind of this, what I call the this fake happy slash down spiral that I'll go through where I will get so happy, like for no reason. Because and I, you survived. Oh, yeah, that too. I'm like, yay. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> but also, I'm like, I it, it doesn't it doesn't feel real. It's like, it's like my brain being like, be happy. You're so happy right now. Everything's so good, even though it's about to crash. I'm just like, and because I know from past experience, I'm like, this is going to crash. I get this, I get really anxious for being in such a, like, high state of, like. Because you know it's going to It's like this hormonal happy mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, this is. Like we're going up the roller coaster. Like this is going. Like, whoa. like it's not gonna be a fun drop. It's not gonna be the the drop where it's like, yay! It's gonna be the first terrible like rocky roller coaster. Which makes drop. the happiness hard to to. Yeah, you can't like, enjoy yeah. it at all. And yeah. then you get to that downward spiral, and it's a it's a drop, and it is it is How terrifying. Long does that last? Usually like a day or two. Okay. Yeah. It's and not, it only and happens that's like right at the end. Yeah. Uh, Usually yeah. right <laughs> towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Wow. I mean, that sounds just like my 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 depression. Just in general, it's, I mean, it's I like, I, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, because I'll like, it's funny, you know, everything will be going great, and I'm just like, when's it gonna end? When's I it gonna end? <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. this is gonna be terrible soon. I know it is. Because yeah. the better it is, the more I have to lose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was wondering if you have any like hormone. I mean, or what if endometriosis maybe causes any hormonal stuff that's similar or even intensified? Well, it's endometriosis from what they know, and uh, the studies kind of change every year. And I get into arguments with doctors all the time. I, every I, time I have to change a doctor. It's, you know, it's some kind of big-time wrestling match of we just throw down if they don't know about endometriosis because I'm on a shot called Depo-Provera, which basically changed my life, which a doctor didn't even tell me about. An acquaintance told me about it when I was in my early 30s, and I started on that, and it lowers your estrogen levels. Mm. So I don't have a period, and so I don't have to deal with the endometriosis as much, and I have very little pain with it now. Some people, you know, if you look on online, there are, you know, postings of how much people hate it, and then for some people, it's like a miracle drug. Why would they like hate it? Me. It affects everybody differently. Yeah. Mm. I think it's kind of like medication and any kind of from either mental health, med- like depression medication mm. and also birth control and different things. Everyone is affected differently. Yeah. Yeah. It's no uh, person's the same. Right. I mean, for me, it just worked. And I was thrilled yeah. because I had four doctors recommend a hysterectomy. There's some oh a very famous actress right now. Can I mention her name? I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah know. I okay. so. She's famous yeah. and she's talked about it. I assume okay. we can talk about her. Um, Lena Dunham. Yeah. yeah. She had a hysterectomy because she had endometriosis and a long struggle with it. And I absolutely love her for being so vocal mm-hmm. about it and really talking about everything she'd gone through and mm-hmm. posted a lot on Instagram and everything when she was going through it. But that's usually what happens for women who have endometriosis, yeah. um, especially as bad as I had it, is they get a hysterectomy. I didn't know if I wanted to have kids, so I didn't. You didn't, didn't want to take that route. route. Yeah. 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 So that's why the Depo Provera works really well. But it, it was. Much more of a roller coaster ride. Some people say Depo Provera can contribute to depression. 
I've had depression most of my life, so I'm like, bring it on. Uh, <laughs> it can't get worse. Right, just stop the pain. Bring on the depression. I'll eat more chocolate, whatever I need to do. Um, yeah. and, it, and it can cause a little bit of weight gain sometimes, mm-hmm. but you don't have that bloating. Mm. So oh. at least it's, you know, a consistent size. So I just can't skip it. I have to have it like right on time. And some doctors mm-hmm. go, oh, well, we need to, you start out doing it every three months because that's what people do for um, birth control because it's usually used for birth control. Mm-hmm. But I've been on it for so long that my body's gotten used to it. So now yeah. I do it every two months. Mm. And a new doctor who doesn't know what they're talking about will say, oh, well, that's highly unusual, as my doctor at Kaiser just said. Highly, and I'm like, no, it's not, because two doctors in Washington, D.C. did it. Two doctors in Portland did it. Mm-hmm. My doctor here does it. You need to do your research. It's not highly unusual. Your body adjusts to it. Mm-hmm. And they, by the way, doctors love it when you tell them what to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure. I d- I'm thinking about doctors. Like, I don't think they, they want to be have told the, Oh, what yeah, the superiority complex. Excuse yeah. me. I spent 15 years <laughs> yes. of my life in college. I think yeah. I know what I'm yeah. doing. Well, spend a day in my uterus, and then we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I love the doctors that... that know you know your body it's horrible in here right (laughs) (laughs) um and actually the last time i went in to get my shot they said oh where you're early you were just in six weeks ago and i'm like yeah you don't know the pain i'm experiencing right now you're gonna give me the shot today and they said no 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 we're seeing by your you know your chart and i went you're wrong my calendar's right it was two months ago double check it and then they checked it and they're like oh yeah you're right i'm like yeah, my cramps would have oh told you that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you have to really kind of keep track of it. And you got to be your own your body. Like, doctor as well. You do. Because yeah. you can't just trust that someone's going to – got to do your own research as well. So right. when you weren't on the medication, was it just as cyclical? Was it like every uh, once a week-ish every month? or? It was, it was once a month. They tried me on birth control when I was around 17 years old because mm-hmm. they didn't know what it was. They didn't know what was going on, and that didn't help really at all. Mm-hmm. But my period has always been just once a month, but sometimes it would last 10 to 15 days Oof. straight. Yeah. And then I'd have the week of leading up to it of, you know, being swollen and crampy and making up excuses because I didn't know what was going on with my body. Mm-hmm. And my friends would want to go do something and I'd say, oh, I have a headache because I didn't want to tell them I'm doubled over with cramps and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And everybody's saying, oh, it's just all in your head. Go on track. Um, <laughs> you know, running uh, doesn't. I I know they say that moving is supposed to help cramps, and I I understand the logic there, but also, moving sucks when you have cramps. Yes, I mean moving sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have cramps, boy. No, no, I'm just saying in general, moving <laughs> sucks. I know. Imagine what I would, it would rather be like sit. if you had like complete like body crampage, you and know, you have to, and people are telling you just move. You know, go for a that's it, like brisk air like for every person who's ever told me like you should move i'm like have you ever laid down in my bed <laughs> it's wonderful i'm like have I you guarantee ever had you a i'm having way more fun curled up into the fetal position and just cried <laughs> feels great i just rolled over how much do you want for me? Really? i, I rolled that. over to look at my phone that's my activity yes. for the day yeah <laughs> i do know a couple of women who did yoga and they yeah, say that, yoga helps yeah because you're i feel like you're stretching the muscles in a slow but also kind of contractual way that you're kind yeah. of pushing against it which either will hurt or kind of help yeah yeah i I'm, i agree with yoga yeah yeah they, okay. it, it, it worked for them and i i knew one woman years ago who didn't want to be on any kind of medication for her endometriosis mm-hmm. and she did certain kind of breathing exercises and yoga movement and she said that's what worked for her i've tried everything i've Everyone's tried different herbs and acupuncture and yoga and everything no, mine was just so extreme that that none of it worked. So yeah. the Depo Provera, you know, as long as I stay on track, like clockwork down to the day, it Dang. works for me. Nice. And there's And I'm sure your cramps will tell you if you're not on the day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if I'm like two and a half days and oh. three hours late. It's like hello. Yeah. yeah. Hello. <laughs> We're back. Ding dong. <laughs> it's like, you know, Freddie. Here's Kruger. Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Osea Malibu, the original plant-based, results-driven skincare line. Osea puts your health and the health of our planet first with potent skincare solutions that are pure, safe, and effective. Formulated with all skin concerns in mind, Osea makes projects infused with sustainably sourced, organic Patagonian seaweed and active botanicals. 
nutrient-and mineral-rich bioavailable bases allow for the products to easily absorb into the skin and effectively target multiple skin concerns. Osea can help relieve and illuminate your natural radiance, whether you're looking for hydration, oil balancing, anti-aging, or blemish solutions. Yes! Every product is sustainably packaged, non-toxic, cruelty-free, vegan, and made with love in California. All, all good talking points. All good All good points. Those yep. are all great. I love Osea because as a person with rosacea and sensitive skin, it's really great to be able to use products that are natural and not going to be toxic and be harming your skin. I've used so many products in the past that it's not good to my skin. It would make me break out so much. And products like that... Like was, sandpaper? <laughs> not sandpaper, no. But the products like Osea's and their mists and their oils just are so good to your skin. And I'm just so excited to be able to work with such a great company and be able to use such wonderful products that will help my rosacea. And it's just really good to my skin and very natural. And as an environmental and eco activist, I am very happy that they have basically sustainably packaged materials too. So please check out Osea and their wonderful products. Use code MENTALITY at checkout for free travel size item of your choice with a purchase of $40 or more. That's an $18 value. Be sure to add the travel size item to your cart before you check out to get the reward. And now, back to the show. Oh, by the way, side note, I actually have done acupuncture many times, not just for cramps, but uh, in my in my life uh, for, for stress and for different things. If anyone's interested in that, do it if you find mm-hmm. an affordable and good person. Like, when I have had it in the past it's amazing did it help with cramps so i i remember one time i I, when i used to live in utah i went to go get it for cramps it wasn't the best at that time but it's utah utah was great (laughs) honestly utah (laughs) was not that bad i was in salt lake for 36 days oh you see i lived in southern we love you our utah (laughs) (laughs) a lot of them I, I did meet some great people. No, in Utah's there, a funky, weird place. Salt Lake was a little weird. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, the one time I got it done. Great there. whiskey, though. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. Um, really, it's so hard to find alcohol, good alcohol in Utah. Yeah, but the stuff that's there is good. Yes. <laughs> is it? Oh, what's um, High West whiskey, and it's made up in where do they have the Sundance Film Festival? Uh, Park City. Park City. Yeah. It's it's manufactured Park in Park City. Oh well, anything manufactured in Park City. Park City is like the. Hollywood of Utah. It's like, it come is. to this wonderful downtown, beautiful-esque area of Utah that really isn't Utah. It is the California of Utah. It is. It is where the Californians yeah. go to in Utah. That is where Hollywood goes to in Utah. It's And true. I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I'm like, yes, and that is where. And now there's whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> West whiskey double rye <laughs> is like the best whiskey I've ever had. Really smooth, mm-hmm. and I completely derailed your train of thought. Oh, no, no, that's right. But yeah, I, 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 I have in NorCal, though, when I've had it done, the person my mom suggested that I went to is just magical. So, she, yes, that was helpful then, but there have been times when it wasn't. I do not recommend, and this is just going to say one thing, Chinese acupuncture is interesting. If you see big, thick needles, I didn't like those. I like the small, tiny needles. Those are nice. Those I've are never had this done. <laughs> really? All of them sound terrifying. <laughs> it's it's really, it, it just You just described one to uh, over another of tiny needles or large needles. <laughs> but you don't really You just said the word needle no. twice. I mean, you, you do, but it's like, it's just like little tingles. It feels yeah. really good. Yeah, the little needles don't hurt so much. Okay. Yeah. You should do a podcast while you're getting acupuncture. Sometime. Oh, I would totally would do I that. I mean, we did a podcast with a tarot reading. I think, uh, <laughs> I mean, let's just, it's natural progression is yeah. acupuncture next. But yeah, but that, it's it's been, I think it could be helpful for periods, but I think it depends what day of your period. That's a good point yeah. because oh, the that, first couple oh, of days, yeah. like you don't want to really be touched in any no, way at all. No, I I wouldn't except by like the pizza delivery yeah. guy. <laughs> There's sometimes Rubbing you're like you with pizza. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's different hormones. It's like, uh, I hate you, but also I want you. Uh, go away, pizza. Wait, your face Chocolate. is nice too. Wait, no, your face is ugly. I want you to go away. Ah, but yeah. bring the pizza. But bring the pizza, please. Yeah. And thank that's you how I smile. feel with the pizza guy. <laughs> <laughs> Go away, um, but give me the pizza. Right, right. But you don't have the back and forth of wondering whether you actually like want their company as well, too. But That's if you're true. fortunate enough yeah. to have a lovely boyfriend who understands, <laughs> um, oh, can't wait for that. <laughs> rubs the best. Yes. Like I- I- PMS, mm-hmm. or even the first couple of days, 
And guys, don't do the foot rub where you're like waiting for her to get aroused and then you're gonna pounce on her. <laughs> do the foot rub and then get her some tea and be yeah. as sweet as you could possibly be to your woman oh, when yeah. she's going Soft through that. To be fair, nice. you should be doing that all the time. Yeah, especially so. with the pain that we're <laughs> Are you married? No. Okay. I'm just yeah. saying, like you should. You should. <laughs> I'm just saying, like he's available. This wow. is the guy. Yeah, right let's here. just <laughs> throw that out in public. It's fine. I don't know. I I I just feel like that's a good thing to do, and just in general. Yeah. Do uh, men enjoy foot rubs as much as women do? I mean, oh, like to have their foot. Uh, yes. I just said foot read. I was going to say foot read. Anyway. Let me Google that. Uh, yeah, foot read. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I don't know if I've ever had my foot rubbed. I don't know. Now you that should, I'm thinking about it. it. I mean, oh. I like massages, so I imagine that just extends but don't everywhere. But do massage your feet when you, they give you a massage? When was the last oh, time maybe you got I a have. massage? It's been a while. You should get one. Yeah. I really, really should. Yeah. <laughs> His birthday is in October. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just need to yeah. six months. Give me a few more months. You know yeah. what, what's weird for me is I, I've talked about this very briefly, on, I think, on one episode of the podcast before. What relaxes me, I mean, not necessarily during my, I guess I actually, I want to try this during my period sometime. Massaging. I love giving massages. It like releases tension within my body and I just give it to the other person and then it releases my tension, like presses through their tension and it, it feels really Although, good. Molly, you just said uh, for a few days you don't like being touched. Would that, would that include massages as well? Not of the feet. Oh, okay. But yeah. <laughs> Does it feel like removed enough from like the rest yeah. of the pain that it's like. And my feet swell. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they yeah, swell. They're gargantuan. I actually have to go up a shoe size. Wow. So do you have a, a closet for like two different? I do. <laughs> I see, and that's the other thing that women that have to go through. I think woman. if you if you do swell at all, PMS during your menstrual menstrual cycle, you have to have clothes for that. Yeah. You know, and and men often they have one size of clothes unless they. Go I've up had one down, size right? of clothes and basically the same clothes for like ten years. So you once I stopped growing. Oh, so nice. I know. Well, actually, I don't like having a small closet. No. No, I, I like having a big, like a a small walk-in closet where I can go sit inside oh. and just deep breathe and meditate, cry if I need to, and just feel like one with my clothes and just like you know, we're, we're just we're just there together. If I did that, I'd clothes be sitting in a near empty closet. Really. <laughs> 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 You've seen my clothes. Yes. <laughs> I have way too many clothes, and people, you know, sometimes go, why do you have so many clothes? I'm like, well, I need uh, one size for this time of the month and a different mm -hmm. size for that time of the month, and I go up a bra size. And, and oh, then, yeah, I love that. Oh, my gosh. I and hate that. I hate I'm, that, too. I hate how, well, for me as a girl who I'm like, I'm a petite girl, there's and this is TMI, oh, to the voiceless. Oh, we're too late. It's <laughs> I was going to say, are we really oh, yeah. going here now? No, but I mean, like, there's a point, like, right before my period where I'm just like, I look in the mirror, I'm like, yes, this is who I am. This is who I'm meant to be. Those are my boobs. Yes. And then right after, I'm like, girls, what happened? Wait, what? Where'd you go? <laughs> I mean, you're still there, but you just, you were doing so great, like, a few days ago. What? What, we got to get our act together now. Let, let's let's figure this out. What what happened? We what, let's get let's have a meeting. Let's have a meeting. <laughs> let's all reconvene. Let's reconvene let's together. Talk. Literally, let's, like come on. Don't leave me. <laughs> let's go so back relatable for me. Yeah, but you don't have the energy. No, you know, I never. You know, there have been times where I look in the mirror and I'm like, dude, what happened? <laughs> What, what happened? I'm like, gotta go eat a cheeseburger now, and I don't even eat beef anymore. <laughs> but do you, uh, that that week before your period, I mean, do you get like the um, the muffin top boobs where they poke out the top of your bra? I wish. Because they, oh. A little, um, a tiny bit, but I mean, like, it, it's in a way where I'm like, I like it. I'm like, yes. Oh. This is what I want. See, I was talking to a woman like you the other day, petite and beautiful oh, and great figure and everything, and... We were actually at this secondhand She's clothing available. store. She's available. <laughs> <laughs> Take that camera. Oh, oh no. <laughs> My work is Everyone. done here. I'm yeah, getting you guys dates. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was trying on this. Told you we get silly dress. on the podcast. And um, and I asked this woman who was sitting there, who later she told me she was a stylist, a professional stylist. Oh, wow. that's like, what I used to do. Oh, really? Yeah. I think that's so cool. Oh, thank you. That's what everyone still thinks I do and what people think I should still do. So. Yeah, because yeah. you're freaking stylish. Just because I'm stylish doesn't mean 
I I do style I, I style other people well. But well, you style yourself real well. Well, I, I can style people well, but I'm I'm given I'm costume design is not my path anymore. That's what yeah. I gave it gave up. But yeah. styling I would go back into if I had. But go on. So she's a stylist. So she's a stylist, yeah. and I asked her if this dress that I was trying on was too low cut, and she said, "Oh gosh, no. I mean, if you have you know boobs like that." You need to show. Them yes, off. but I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Oh no, it was what I said. I'm like, yes. Kara's just an instigator. I love it. No, I'm just like I, I want to empower women to feel like confident and happy in their bodies. No, I want. I want so. these. I want us to yeah. feel like we can talk about. These well, things. I don't want to say this just for like you know titillation factor or. or no, like, yeah, it, how wild it's not I'm even being, like that. But it's not even just about being sexual. It's just about being like confident and happy and. And feeling good with yourself. Well, they are what they are. Yeah. I carry these around okay. before when I still swell a bit. They <laughs> go up a size. Mm-hmm. Now, my rib cage is still ridiculously small. I'm surprised internal organs fit in there. But the girls <laughs> get bigger. And this woman that I was talking to is like a size B. And she said, oh, it'd be so great to. And I'm like, no, this is like carrying around puppies. Yeah, this, I had this conversation with my time. best friend. We, we both have different sizes. And she's yeah. kind of. I mean, of, you, you just described yeah. that in a bad way of carrying around two puppies. And like, well, I'm, I would it, be it, down for I'm, that. All the time. My best friend who who's just has a bigger figure than I do. <laughs> she like she tells me about like no like the back pain is terrible. Like it's just like to even wear clothing like you really have to decide kind of what you're comfortable with and you just feel yeah. really awkward and weird and like and then I just I always look at her I'm like you're just so beautiful and so amazing and so sexy and I just I'm so empowered by you and I'm just like I, I don't know. I just I think she's awesome. So I'm just like, oh, that's great. But yeah, I can I can see how that would be probably painful. I think such. just in, in our society, you have to think more about what you're going to wear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be too yeah. low, you know, on any given week? I it can could see that, change. Yeah. And what's appropriate. And what's appropriate? What what um, image are you trying to display if mm-hmm. it if it does look too low or too tight or or whatever it is, and you know, there are certain days when I'm like, oh, look at this, they're like, you know, flotation devices. <laughs> if, if a plane crashes, I'll be fine in the ocean. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> right? You gotta look on the bright side of life. Uh, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. <laughs> but otherwise, shopping at Victoria's Secret can be a challenge. Yeah, there's, there's days where I'm like, I'm feeling good, like if I go get size, I'm like, yes, that is my size. And then there'll be days where like, so this is your size. I'm like, look down. I'm like, nope, try again. That's not it. I don't believe you, and I'm going to go with the size that I feel right. There you go. Life is what you make of it. I do hope that the men listening to this realize just how much easier we have it and like how much like mm-hmm. we should help. <laughs> I, I think that's true because quite often men don't. I was talking to a guy friend of mine, and he was. I, I asked about five different men because I was really curious about this. Like if they knew what was involved in different bra sizes. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, it's and so confusing. It is. And honestly, Victoria's Secret, no shade. I used to buy a lot of things there in the past, a long time ago. But they don't have accu- that accurate of sizing. Like they only go up to a certain range and down to a certain range. Yeah. Like I, I know that companies like Aerie, I think, and Third Love and different sizes, they actually have more range and do it a little bit more accurately. Nordstrom's is pretty good. Yeah, Nordstrom's pretty good. They have a pretty good selection. But my friend Mark was the only one, because he's been married three times and he has two daughters, Mm -hmm. who actually understands that there's a band size that Mm -hmm. goes around your rib cage, and then there's the cup size that holds your boobs. And And that's what the number and then the letter is, right? Yes. So the 32 is what's right around here, Mm -hmm. and then the cup size is the C or D or double D Mm -hmm. and triple D. And um, so, yeah, if you're a 42, you're going to be bigger. Mm-hmm. And then there's the cup size, but most men don't even know that. And mm-hmm. you know, it, really, guys, you go in and you're like, I need a size medium in that, and a yeah. size whatever <laughs> yeah. in that, and then you. And yeah. that's why when men go, I don't like shopping. I just walk in and get what I need, and I'm like, congratulations. This is why I said yeah. more foot rubs. Yes. <laughs> it's so much harder. <laughs> Honestly, just 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 ask us if we want a hug, if it's appropriate, and listen, listen to us. And yeah, yeah, we have a lot to deal with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When and, and, and men goes, oh, she she's crazy. I'm like, think no. of how much we have to deal think with. Think about what our hormones are doing to us. Like we, yeah. we're putting up with. We're pretty strong too. If we if we seem like we're doing okay, we're probably putting up with something still. 
misogyny. We put up with that for a long oh, time with yes. all the other stuff. I was we gonna have say there's a lot of other things going wave. on too that just make <laughs> just smile yeah. and wave. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's that I wanted that to be something to come out of this episode as well, is because you know, to, just to learn from the other side mm-hmm. of just how much more there is going on that we don't have to think about really at all, you know, and right. uh, how much how much I feel like we should at least try to understand and empathize with the other side. Yeah, and I think even know. for women, like women who don't have endometriosis or bad mm-hmm. cramps, I think they need to do their, their research as well and kind of learn that and learn the different experiences because every woman's experience is different too and mm-hmm. there can be judgment between oh, as well. Oh, there is. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was in high school, you know, like I said, some of the girls were like, well, what do you mean? I have periods. I don't have that well, problem. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't have those cramps. It makes you feel even worse because you're like, women aren't even on your side And you sometimes. even said earlier that you felt uncomfortable comfortable using that as an excuse for why you didn't want to go out and hang out like you you said you had a headache or something like that like even even amongst women it's something that you know is an uncomfortable topic to talk about right well because we're kind of trained to think that it's all in our heads or Mm -hmm. it's just us if there's not evidence out there or proof to show exactly what it is. Yeah, we're told not to talk about our periods. Also, it's like, oh yeah, that time of the month, that right. dark-sided time. But literally, yeah. no one ever seems to talk about. Yeah, people make simple <laughs> jokes. Well, yeah, my friend is here. It's that time of the month. But my aunt Flo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my aunt Flo is in town. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it does need to be. T- I mean, there's so many yeah. things. That's why I I absolutely love your podcast. Oh, is you, you tackle oh. issues that that I don't hear anywhere else and really the covers need to be pulled on so many of these things i heard Mm -hmm. you guys talk about suicide on a couple Mm -hmm. of podcasts the last one and and one a few back and you know something in the media which i've worked in you know for so long now is that unless it's um, a celebrity suicide suicide's not talked about in the news Mm -mm. or in in the media and if somebody's on a an overpass threatening to jump we're told to call it police activity Mm-hmm. We're yeah. not, you know. It's they're 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 trying to change this way of people will say someone committed suicide when it's someone died by suicide. It's uh, yeah, committed yeah. makes it sound like they committed. A, I mean, a murder. Like they they well, did because something it's bad. Illegal. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it is. So yeah, it's legal. We found out that last episode. Yeah. Oh gosh, but yeah, actually, I was one of my friends posted something recently where I saw like when people who people who are acting like who say they like who are su- suicidal versus actual suicide and how we treat suicidal people versus suicide is so different yeah. just like suicidal it's like oh they're annoying they're just whiny like just stop it just be happy just oh shut up that's like so easy and then suicide yeah. like, this is so sad why didn't they reach out why right. didn't they like because you weren't like the, because we have this stigma where we don't know how to talk about it we don't know how to even deal with like in the last episode we were talking about how people who are suicidal it's not that they want to die they just don't want to live living can be very painful and especially if you have depression or different things affecting you and we just need to learn how to listen to each other and help each other and if people are suicidal not jump to the ah no like shut up like whine we need to like okay well what what is what is there like what how can we how can we create a safe environment for you to talk about this joke about it or feel it out and and get you to the next step so that we can not have to go to suicide oh this was so terrible there's a lot of um there's a lot of topics in society that people just like to sweep under the rug and just pretend that they don't exist and a lot of them that rug is getting really (laughs) yeah it is we can see that you're just looking at the carpet and you're like "Mm, starting to look like a beanbag at this point it's just like (laughs) we are stepping on that carpet like ow this hurts bodies are rolled up in that rug yeah Yeah. um it's starting to like crawl (laughs) yeah it's just there's so many topics that we don't uh, us as a society don't like talking about you know um periods are one of them Uh, actually a lot of female just issues are things that people don't like talking about even amongst other women let alone men like you know men i mean i'm sure that many men listening to this just learned something new about bras is (laughs) 
kind of mind-blowing because that is something that is an everyday thing for women you right. know yeah. and men right. just don't even understand and two, two numbers and a letter too. <laughs> but quite often i was talking to a former boss of mine um yesterday and we were talking about sexual harassment and he said well i don't hear what you're saying from other women and i said well first of all they have to be comfortable enough to have this conversation with you mm -hmm. you know you're in boston i'm in los angeles we're on a telephone right now if you say something that's offensive i can hang up but so i'm comfortable <laughs> having this conversation with you and telling you how it really is but, you know, I mean, it do probably doesn't come up in casual conversation. You know, guess my bra size. Um, so <laughs> I don't. Don't do that. Actually, no, to guys, don't do that. No. Don't. I was kidding. Don't do that. But it's, it's helpful. You know, like I said, the only guy that I knew who knew about all this is a man who'd been married three times and has two daughters and went yeah. bra shopping Understand with them. it. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's great if you understand women and yeah. just the Oh, yeah, we love it when, we, when you understand us or at least want to listen and learn. That's or try. Great. Try. We, yeah. we, we understand it. It's tough. Like, we're complicated. We're so complicated. Yeah. We have a hard time living with us. Yeah, I don't really understand us. No. Who are we? No. <laughs> like, what, are, what is this? I, I hope this has helped for everyone yeah. listening just in understanding yeah. and also just hopefully empowering people to want to talk about these yeah, things. Yeah, I want to talk more about these things. Is there any last things that you would like people to know about endometriosis? And also if they're, they don't know if they have it, if they should look into it and the kind of doctors to go to? Uh, well, go to a doctor who is understanding, mm -hmm. compassionate, and is willing to listen, yeah. and who has done some research on it. And if you don't get the answers that you feel are the right answers for you, then go to another doctor. Yeah. Keep trying other doctors. If you're having excruciating pain, heavy bleeding, things like that, um, or your, your daughter's having this, or somebody you know, Go get it checked out. The only way, f you know, to get a, a real determination is to do the laparoscopy, which is not terribly painful. They've come a long mm -hmm. way since what is that? since I had it done. It's actually a surgery, but um, it's two scopes, very small. They're long, but they're not bigger than your finger. Yeah. And they go in and they look around and they take pictures and they can see the endometriosis. Mm. Oh it's wow. like little bubbles yeah. in your uterus, and they can see where it is. Um, sometimes they can burn it out. At least that's what they did with me, but then it came back. Yeah, so, y you know, it might be something where it's best to get the hysterectomy if some people have it. You might. There are lots of options that weren't available when I was first diagnosed mm -hmm. that are around now, and I would just say keep trying things and, and seeing what works for you, but it's not in your head. It's an yeah. actual thing that we deal with. Thank Definitely. you so much Thank for sitting so down and talking to us about This has been it. such a great episode. I'm, I've learned so much more about endometriosis than I didn't know. And also, I love the, the pitter-patter back and forth yeah. about periods. It's Absolutely. actually fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, awesome. I'm glad. Yay. <laughs> Everyone should feel more empowered to talk about the things that they have to deal with on a daily or on a monthly or on a yearly thing. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm, this was a great episode. Thank you so much. Yeah. I very much Thanks. appreciate it. Any other it. last words you'd like to kind of leave with people or is um, there anything you want people to know more about? Or well, I'm going to start a pat, uh, podcast uh, here at some point. There we go. Um, <laughs> called, so keep uh, an ear out. I don't know why I'm telling you this. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I've already interviewed a lawyer who deals with sexual harassment issues, mm -hmm. and he professionally – um, handles corporations against claims of sexual harassment. So that was kind of an interesting oh. conversation. And I just, I, you know, I love talking to people about things that aren't usually talked about, which is why... are in the right place. I'm <laughs> why I'm such Welcome a fan of, <laughs> of this podcast. It's really extraordinary and exceptional, and I want to thank you guys for doing it, because I've learned a lot listening to your podcast. Well, thank you. Thank, yeah, you. thank you so much for joining us. I want to uh, plug uh, Tea Spectral one last time. So today we are drinking forced tea, and you can go to teaspectral.com slash mental to get 10% off your purchase. And thank you for listening, and thank you, Molly, for joining us. Thank you, Mom. And take care. Bye. Bye.